the week after Thanksgiving, when we kind of jump in feet first into all the holiday stuff, the holiday buying, the holiday decorating frenzy, but we want to spend some time praying about how God wants us to live his love in this season for our circumstances. And if you think others would benefit from praying through that, having a Christ-centered season, now would be a great time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me, we're diving today into episode 72, and we are praying our way through the holiday season. Now, before we get there, let's open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. I have a lot of things to say about this morning's... (laughs) verses, which is crazy because they're the same as Monday's verses. So some of this will be a little bit of a repeat. We're focusing today or this week on, sorry, the series is on the names of God. This week we're focusing on Jehovah Jireh, God will provide, found first in Genesis twenty-two fourteen, and that's our verse today. Story of Abraham taking his son Isaac out into the wilderness to be sacrificed at the command of God. Now, certainly, this is one of the most difficult passages in the Torah, and we are not going to actually dig into it today, but we are going to honor God as our provider, which is what that verse means or what that name means. The root word for the name Jireh literally means to see, but the compound name when put together with Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh means to provide. Monday, we focused on God providing for Abraham when he needed it and that he knows what we need and he provides for us. Today, we're looking at the end of the verse and the fulfillment. We see this in Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. And Abraham named the place, the Lord will provide. So today it is said, it will be provided on the Lord's mountain. Now, one commentator says, The statement on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided in verse 14, refers to more than Mount Moriah, where Abraham and Isaac actually were. It also refers to a hill called Calvary, where God did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, from Romans 8.32. Abraham's faith-filled statement that God himself will provide the lamb is a companion to John the Baptist's exclamation, look, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, John 1.29. So just a short distance from where God provided a ram in Isaac's place, he provided the ultimate sacrifice in our place, the Lamb of God, Jesus, who took away the sins of the whole world. Jehovah Jireh provided a sacrifice to save Isaac, and that action was a foreshadowing of the provision of his son for the salvation of the whole world. All right, let's go. Father, Monday we worshiped you as a provider that you knew what Abraham needed. You knew how to perfectly solve that problem. And you know the same in all of our lives. But the biggest problem that we have is when we get in that place that every person on earth hits, we've sinned. We've fallen short of your standard. There's no way that we can keep your standard. And so you provided the thing that all of us need the most, whether we know it or not. But you provided Jesus as a sacrifice for our sins, as payment so that we can be here today so that we can be directly talking to you and you listening to us and you working in us. All that was because Jesus was born, lived, died, rose again. And we so appreciate that. We honor you for that today, for being Jehovah Jireh, who provided the sacrifice for our sin that we couldn't do for ourselves. 
thank you for that. I appreciate that. I honor you for being one who even can be, who can even make that possible. Like only you could have thought of that, planned for that, accomplished it, lived a sinless life, died the death you died, and rose again. Only you could have done that, and I honor you for that today. As we continue to pray today, I ask that you would guide this time, that I would speak the things that need to be spoken and not speak what doesn't need to be spoken, that this time would be honoring to you and life-changing in our own hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. We're in an Advent series. This week, we're talking about the word separate. Next week, we'll hit meditate, then anticipate and celebrate. So we're making it a week of intentionally drawing away from the world and turning towards God. Christmas can be crazy. 2020 has been crazy enough, and now we're adding Christmas on top of it. Let's choose to walk deliberately into this season at the pace of God and remember who we are, even in the midst of crazy holidays. Actually, I have three verses on screen, I think. I'm going to actually read you two. I think I must have narrowed it down to two after I made the slide. Therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you. That's 2 Corinthians 6, 17. 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16 says, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance. But as the one who called you is holy, you also are to be holy in all your conduct. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. In that first verse, the context is partnering up with an unbeliever. So it's not exactly Christmas celebrating Christmas season context. But I want us to think about that in terms of how we celebrate. Holy means dedicated or consecrated to God or a religious purpose. Sacred. Luke Lefebvre says this, God's goal in setting us apart is not about taking us out of the world but about him taking the world out of us. By pursuing Christ, the things of the world lose their grip on us. But by trying not to look like the world, we only lose sight of Christ. He wants to conform us into his image, not distance us from the world. So let's pray about how we can be in the world and yet not of the world and point people toward the love and promise of God with our lives in this holiday season. All right, let's dive in. Lord, as we think about, I I was thinking of the analogy of when you're talking about partnering up with an unbeliever and how we partner with our culture in this season. And I ask that as as we step into this season, as we lay the foundation for the next few weeks, that we would choose not to partner up with an unbelieving culture, but that our celebration would be holy that it would be dedicated to your service. Pray that as we move through this season, set apart for that purpose, to honor you and to dedicate ourselves to your glory, that you would bring us to the opportunities to do that in each of our lives. So we all have these opportunities popping up at all times. Christmas season is hard to, our schedules are so full and there's such limited time that sometimes we get so wrapped up in ourselves and our schedules. Pray that you would bring us to a place where we have the time and the vision and the obedience to stop for those moments and to honor your bringing them into our lives by being obedient to what your will is in those moments. That felt very convoluted, but <laughs> Lord, you know what I mean. Help us to be obedient children, to not be conformed to the world, to not be invisible within a culture that does not honor you. 
you're holy, Lord, and you called us to be holy. You say be holy because you are holy. And so help us learn what that means for us in the midst of a day of a lot of work or amidst of a day where all of the competing demands of the world are thrown at us in the midst of dirty diapers or dirty dishes or dirty house or just feeling dirty from sin. In the midst of all that, I ask that you would step in and speak to our hearts and help us to respond in obedience about how we are to be set apart and holy. In Jesus' name, amen. I so appreciate you being with me. It's been a real gift to me this year to be able to hang out with you every day or now we're down to twice or three times a week and to be walking through the scriptures praying with you. It's been a real gift to me this year and I intend to continue it on into next year. If you are a broadcast listener and you are watching on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, know that I so appreciate that. We'll be back again on Monday morning, moving into the second week of Advent. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing and sharing the show with a friend helps more people be able to join their voice with us in prayer. This show is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road, who brings you the truth and the tools to help you live the life that God wants of you. I pray that as we join our voices together, as we pray together every week, that you would grow in your prayer life and that I would grow in my prayer life, that my prayer life would be enriched and so would yours. But most of all, I pray that you would fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.